The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, those who are easily offended, or if you're the sort of person who would take two weed gummies before a scene and not tell your top until he's about mm, halfway to the elbow, for everyone else, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to A Hairy Crone Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted crafting. I'm Sarah Kane. I'm Lansing Mike. We have a special guest today, owner, proprietor, maker, apothecary at, at the Butters Hygienics Company. We have Jerome. Hello and welcome. Hello, everybody. How y'all doing? I'm doing well. Uh, I'm in air conditioning, so it's, a, it's fine. Same. Air conditioning cocooned in my bedroom, so I'm doing great. Yeah, don't have central air in the apartment, just have it in the living room and not in my office. So um, that's one way to lose weight, right? <laughs> I mean, that feels, yeah, no, I just went from one of those places and I feel your pain. Oh. Anyway, we are very happy to um, have you on here, our, our favorite current sponsor, our only current <laughs> sponsor. <laughs> we are very happy and proud to advertise and use the products of the Butters Hygienics Company. My arm in in that unfortunate scene that we may or may not talk more about, but yeah, my arm was covered in palm grease for that. So. And, and I was wishing I had some palm grease and the last time I was uh, had some fun because all we had was some water-based gun oil. And it's like, this stuff isn't the greatest. It's drying out. It's getting tacky. It's like I have. I wish I had packed for this event. <laughs> yes, water is for drinking. Definitely one of my favorites. Definitely one of my favorites, and I've been using it a lot this weekend with my friend. <laughs> Best when used with others. Oh yes, but... yes. <laughs> Although I've used it very effectively on my own, and it's like, oh, this is fun. This works. Yeah. I mean, that's what it was made for originally. So, you know. <laughs> yeah pup bravo i mean yeah he got two of the big bottles of it and yeah he he's been going through it like nobody's business because um yeah he he uses it to pump so he greases up everything and a nice thick layer of it and uh yeah i actually heard that on a previous episode and i was thinking to myself oh i should do that because that, that sounds like a good idea <laughs> i was actually thinking of getting into something actually uh, well then, I'll I'll have to introduce you to to Bravo and um and his crew and yeah we'll be able to point you in the right direction of of all the uh the parts and pieces and accessories and all the wonderful things that cost money <laughs> to, yeah, to get into that hobby. I love toys. They're all oh. over the place. If you could actually see my bedroom, they're covered in toys not kinky toys but toy toys <laughs> toy toys <laughs> no we just see a, a lovely bullseye rainbow uh behind yeah. your head yes that's a very nice piece of art for those who have picked this as their first episode would you tell us a little bit about uh the butter's hygienics company 
So the Butters Hygienics Company, we are most well known for our product called The Butters. It's like a body moisturizer. Um, but the number one product that we actually sell is Lou. Um, we started like five years ago. Uh, we're all natural vegan based out of Ypsilanti, Michigan. Um, it's all made out of my apartment, um, which sounds crazy because we sold nearly 100,000 units. Um, but we figure it out, we make it work, and we make some really cool products, and we get to do cool things like be on podcasts like this. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, b- body butters, lubricants, hair gel. Back yeah. back when I had hair, I, I was using that, and beard oils, bath bombs, mm-hmm. all all sorts of uh, wonderful products. And I I see here because I've got a bottle sense. of yeah the the original, and. Uh, you were reviewed in Cosmo. Yes. Oh my! <laughs> yeah, that, that that's good enough to to put on the bottle itself. Uh, a yeah. national magazine saying it's so bloody luxury. <laughs> Honestly, that one was kind of like a big get for us because that was like year two. Like, I, I I don't know how we even got on there. That was like wow. So. So how long ha- how long has the company been going? How long have you been doing this? We celebrated our five year anniversary in June. Cool. Yeah. And what led you, what led you to this? Was it just a like? Oh oh, is there a story? Yay! <laughs> yeah, there's a story. I had actually gotten into a relationship with a cute guy. Um, I had started topping for the first time. And the lube that we were using was like not the greatest. I didn't like the texture of the water-based lube. It felt like too slick. Like it, it didn't feel right. Um, it was also kind of expensive, and I was broke because I was in college. Um, so I just kind of figured if I could make something like cheaper, better that wouldn't like irritate me as much. Because um, like a, a lot of like uh, water-based lubes, they'll they'll make me itch for some reason. I'm not exactly sure why. Um, but I did, and I figured, um, because like after using it for a while, I kind of figured out that it was a good moisturizer, then it became the moisturizer. It actually started as lube, a lot of people don't know that. Um, it started as lube, became the moisturizer, and then from there, the entirety of the butters was born. <laughs> yeah, ne- necessity is the mother in- invention. Like, oh, yeah, I look at the market and be like, I can do better than this. Oh, yeah. And- oh, yeah. The butters is really unique because you know, looking at to say the vanilla market for lubricants, you've got water-based lubes and maybe some silicone lubes, Mm -hmm. but you don't you don't have any more grease-based, fat-based lubes. You say, "Hey, this isn't condom safe," but then again, not everybody needs to use condoms you know for, you know you but, you have you have people who are fluid bonded you have mm-hmm. straight couples who are actively trying to conceive and and i've helped with that several times yeah and <laughs> and also you have people who are you know there's other options now prep is you know mm-hmm. many people are on prep so you know yeah and that's the thing it's like even though you know hey condoms protect against other things that you could be catching you know they go off the window so quick it's like yeah. i don't need this to pre- save my life anymore thank you you've served me well but exactly <laughs> I, honestly for me i just kind of think of it as like a, a plus to be able to be a young gay man and just have that 
power up pill kind of like available to me like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good i'm going to take it i'm going to use that i'm going to like you know respect my history mm. yeah <laughs> yeah i've been seeing you guys have a new product out you're uh you're jumping on the uh the legal weed train uh Absolutely. so to speak cbd infused um yes. palm greens <laughs> for for that extra little bit of relaxation exactly <laughs> again another personal thing of mine i was just like i wonder if i can i wonder what it would do and then i was like jesus christ this is great it, 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 I, i'm not really a person who's sort of like good to jump on like the cbd bandwagon i've used cbd before but like until i actually tested it i was just like this is it seems kind of hypey to me mm-hmm. and i really i really enjoy the sensation and sort of like how connected it makes me feel with my body and how more intense my orgasms are it's really 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 nice oh. <laughs> check that one out i mean i'm not big on on the the sensations and the pleasures of weed myself it I, I'm more of the the caffeinated. <laughs> I I I need something to bring me up. If yeah, I, maybe it was just the the weed I had in college. But I was like, oh, that's nice. It's time for a nap. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'm not feeling sexy. I'm not feeling hungry. I'm feeling oh, the bed just feels so good right now. <laughs> Leave me alone. Let me sleep. Which, yeah, is I've talked about on the podcast, my experience where I, I popped an edible before a session and it's like, okay, performed adequately, but then I was like, okay, there's no round two in this tonight. It's like, it's I'm, I'm just up for cuddles and, but CBD is very different and mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I know it's used for many things. So yeah, that's a, so is this a, um, a uh, a lube that has the CBD in it, or yeah, it's both the palm grease and our original recipe lube. Um, okay, the palm grease I wanted that for, like I said, personal reasons. But the um, Alan J original lube, uh, a lot of people use that because it's very good. Um, it's very like soothing naturally. It's not very irritating, and mm-hmm. having the CBD in it makes it like a, a shit ton better for um, for like comfort. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, oof, so hot, I can't think. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. That everyone that that I've talked to and that I've I've introduced this to has. I've I've only heard rave reviews um, about this, and yeah. Thank you for for making this thank you for for supporting us on this <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. that is a question i do have yeah how did you come across our podcast uh i'm a kinkster and i was actually just kind of searching for like gay shit in michigan to do because i tend to be a very uh brainy homebody but my natural state is to want to be like out flirting with people mm-hmm. hanging out being social so i was just sort of like figuring out stuff to do and i came across your podcast because i'm a big podcast listener uh mm-hmm. and i've just been listening for a while now oh well thank you <laughs> <laughs> we 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 do we do appreciate um all, all of our listeners yeah um or as i tell everyone when they say something in public it's like oh yeah your podcast i'm like oh my condolences i'm so sorry <laughs> we we really try. We really try. Um, it's particular. I had uh, someone at the bar like sounded interested in it, and I'm like, okay, well, this is where you find it. Uh, your mileage may vary, but 
you can try it out. <laughs> yeah, I I have taken to um, saying, don't start with the first episode. Start <laughs> about eh, episode sixty or so. <laughs> I think it took us that long to figure out what in the world we were doing because the the first oh, episodes are very way. different from. Yeah. <laughs> from well, in this case, um, the person was very interested in a very specific topic. I'm like, oh, we've covered that. Don't remember which episode. Good luck. I, yeah, it's well, and you know, I I made the mistake early on that um, the descriptions would be vague and humorous, which uh, or 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 key into you know just some some tangent that we talked about, and I'm like, you know, it's good for the joke in the moment, but when you go back and you're like, okay. Where was the episode where Fargo went to the horse market? <laughs> Unless you have a producer, that you you gotta be specific. I, I, I as a podcaster, a previous podcaster, that that threw me for a mess. Yeah, uh, but, what, but so what was your podcast that you did? Um, I before I was I ran the Butters and Jessica. I was a sexual sexual health educator. Um, the website I ran, LTASX.com, it's still available. We still use a lot of like the learning and stuff uh, mm -hmm. for the Butters. But from that, I had um, oh god, I can't even remember the name of it. But we talked about sexual health, um, wellness, dating. Oh, behind closed doors. There we are. Um, mm -hmm. It was sort of like the realities of uh, dating and life, and sort of like. Uh, figuring out how things can work together uh, in a very like intimate and raw way. Cool. <laughs> Maybe we'll look up some of those old episodes. <laughs> the old... <laughs> I, I'm sure they're out there somewhere. That's the power of the internet. It, I know, it, they're out there forever. Out there forever. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is lovely because there's been certain individuals who um, this is pre-podcast days and that back when people would just have blogs and there was a certain individual who was a localish radio personality, and we found out they were gay. And he was kind of very private about his life, but turns out he had a very detailed personal blog where he just talked about some pretty uh, saucy stuff and never really connected to his real life. And I was like, oh. And when I came across that, I was like, yes. And then he subsequently has moved from the area and got a better job, and then the blog disappeared. I'm like, oh, but <laughs> archive, what, Time Machine and archive.org, and eh, there's scraps of it still around where he, he discusses, uh, you know, how, how much fun, you know, how rimming is, you know, next to God for him. I'm like, oh, my. And the funny thing is because both myself and a female coworker had a crush on him, and we're always like, is he, isn't he? And then when I found the blog, I'm like, uh-huh, he's our team, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a chance with him, but... <laughs> Not out of the ballpark. <laughs> it's always nice to, nice to know that there, at least there's somewhat of a chance. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, no, I'm reminded. You know, posted Harry Prone companion on the Twitters, and I get followed randomly by a, a meteorologist here in the state, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> On his professional account, too, the the one that's attached to the television station. I'm like, <laughs> okay. That does not seem wise, but all right. <laughs> I, either he has nothing to hide or he doesn't understand technology. I don't know. 
Have, you know, we are living in modern times. There might be some forward-thinking news stations that are just like, you know what? We're cool. We're gay-friendly. <laughs> rah, rah, gay rights. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's nice because, yeah, mo most of the local stations, it's, it's, uh, one of my hobby horses, uh, most of the local <laughs> stations are owned by, you know, right-wing cumulus broadcasting and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One of those so, um, You've told us a bit about your well, your your business. Uh, how about um, about yourself? Um, is there anything you want to share? You know about yourself and. Uh, well, when I'm not working, I do a couple mm -hmm. of things. One is I'm a graphic artist. I draw um, lots of kinky, fun bar art, uh, which mm -hmm. I post over on Instagram at Tungsten Nichols. Um, I also spend a lot of time. Uh, having kinky sex. That's the thing I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so the business is not just a business. It's also a labor of love and love. Oh, God, yes. God, yes. <laughs> I literally, literally, because I was spending the weekend um, elbow deep in my friend, I literally made a new lube because I didn't. I don't have J-Lube, and I also don't like the stringiness of it. Um, so I made a brand new one to see how that works, and we'll be trying it out this afternoon. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Well, at, at, as long as you're not using more product than you're selling. <laughs> well, you have to test it. It's, oh, it's good yes, to be tested. Test yeah, yes, oh, my yes. gosh. I'm, I'm just picturing you can have not, you know, not tested on animals, tested on bottoms. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Although there was one animal you could technically say we tested on, which is my friend's dog, who ate an entire jar once, but oh. they were fine. <laughs> oh, I, I, I bet puppy had an upset stomach after that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mommy was not happy that her plans were ruined and she had to clean the carpet. Oh, but oops. Uh, oops. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep out of reach of children and animals. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you've already answered this partially because, uh, but um, yeah, what are you future plans, ideas for products or? Um, right now, we're doing a lot of like uh, experimenting to find like more niche type stuff. Mm. Like we have the, um, we're working on a, a water-based lube, we are, um, as well as the fisting lube. Those are the two like sort of highest priority things. Mm -hmm. um, but we are also expanding our line of CBD products. Um, like we have the bath bombs lube, and then we have uh, South Park PMS Rescue. Uh, but we have, we're going to be creating a whole bunch more of the thing, or a whole, uh, words are hard, uh, mm -hmm. many more things that will include CBD. Because people keep asking for it. I, I, like I said, I wasn't that hyped, but if you want it, I will give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I am a pleaser after all. Uh, did, uh, it, it, yeah, go ahead, Mike. Oh, no, I was going to say, it, it, yeah, it sounds like also you're a small enough company that you can be very agile and you hear about something being needed, you can get that into production, figure it out, and get it out there. Mm -hmm. there's, which, there's eight of us. Mm -hmm. um, and this, which is a super small company. Um, there's literally only two other people who help me with production. The rest are helping with other things. Um, so we are super quick to respond to stuff. People mm -hmm. ask me for products all the time. Like Brew Soother was something that people asked me for. Um, it, the people who asked me for it were kinky. They were going after like spankings and stuff. But it can also be used for people who bruise easy, uh, people mm -hmm. who work out, whatever. Um, it works really well. You can also use it. Um, I also use it as aftercare for fisting. So that's 
good to know. Okay, I'll have to add that one to my shopping list. And yeah, when you, uh, I mean, if you if you need someone to, if you need a, a, another beta tester for the fisting loop, hey, let me know. And if not, I'll I'll, I'll be I'll be sure to uh, to pick up order some from the uh, first batch that is sold to the public. Yes. Well, we, we do always have people test from behind the scenes, so we'll, we'll get you a little something to see which <laughs> All right. I'm just picturing that after the scene, you're done and you are giving out the uh, the survey. It's like, okay, now please tell me, how did you feel about this product? It is like that. It is like that. <laughs> Like honestly, like we're we're in the moment, and I'm like testing out the lube, and I'm trying, or, or I'm testing out Palmer specifically, and I'm like, how different does this feel inside? What is the difference? How can I describe this to people? Because if I don't know, I can't describe this. <laughs> like okay, yeah, how yeah, how does one describe? Yeah, it yeah, definitely thicker, higher viscosity, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, pleasantly slick sticks to it, sticks to itself well, which yes. is good, um, yes. and yeah, long lasting doesn't get um, scraped off when when the bottom clenches down. <laughs> exactly, it, I really really like it for like conditioning the guts a bit. It feels like they're softer, less easy to tear. It also makes your hands and nails softer, which is going to make you know, things easier. Right. Want want to have nice, nice, soft nails. Don't want to tear or scrape any any sensitive tissues. Exactly. Yeah. I have a package of nail files by my bed. <laughs> so I, that sounds like yeah. So it sounds like fisting. Being a fisting top is definitely something you enjoy. Are there any other general kinks that are just major ones for you, or ones you're curious about? So I am really, 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 really into fisting. Um, that is number one by far. Uh, but I am into uh, tattoos, piercings, oh. body modifications, that sort of thing. Um, I really like personal growth, some more psychological things. Um, my overarching kink, though, um, which is one that I'm still sort of like developing and coming to understand a bit, is um, boy collecting. Oh. Uh I like toys in my everyday life. I mentioned that earlier. Um, but I also like collecting boys who, who do different things, who are very talented at what they do, who are um, special. I like dressing them up. I like taking care of them, a bit like action figures, um, <laughs> trading them around, showing them off. It, it, it is a, a newer sort of like exploration for me, uh, but it's been very fun. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> and also one that I never really thought of before. It's, it, you know, I, you know, I, yeah, it, it just, as you describe it, I'm like, okay, I can see this. But yeah, it wasn't something that would have come up on a list to me of like, okay, what's a kink? It's like, well, having, having a lovely collection of lovely lads about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, ideally, I'd be, have you, I, Okay, I'm going to assume that you guys have seen the the AMC show Spartacus. Uh, the beginning of it. I think the first season. Great. That's all you need to know. Okay. A bunch of a bunch of hot guys at your beck and call who all look different, all very strong, all very brutal. That is ideal for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just hopefully not ending up as it did in the series for for well, 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 said no, collector. No, no. No, I, I wouldn't be, you know, 
as brutal to them. They can be brutal to each other for, mm. you know, good compensation. Because, <laughs> you know, unlike the series, it's not actual ownership. It's simply uh, more of a mentoring, kind of a, you know, yeah, yeah. Qu- queen bee. <laughs> Yes, I'll take that. Like, you know what? If if I could be like, if I could own, I don't know, a wrestling gym or something like that, that'd also be fun. <laughs> or, or like me, how I've collected a kind of a pack of puppies around me, and yeah, they're they're yes. all so wonderful, all so cute, and you know, all unique in in their own little way. And yeah, one of them is actually more of a kitty than a puppy, but we're. <laughs> We're still figuring that one out. <laughs> yeah, I do love uh, pup play a lot. I just don't get into a lot because I ha- I don't have a partner who does it. So it's mm-hmm. sort of like lower down on my list of things that I typically talk about. How has the, oh, how to phrase this politely, the oh, unpleasantness of the last two years affected your business? Ha- has it made it more difficult or did you see sales go up while everybody was locked down? I am one of the few people who had an explosion of growth. Um, We grew four times our sales from 2019 to 2020. Um, And again, they're doubling this year. Um, People were in the house and they was fucking. So (laughs) (laughs) we, we we were there to support them. And like, honestly, though, um, like in a more like, practical like since um one of the things that kind of surprised me is we sell a lot of aloe gel so when people were making hand sanitizer in the beginning that Mm. was one of the things that really like um boosted our sales a lot i I hadn't predicted it but it was just like something that you know i felt good to help out with the cause you know i I can actually see it yes because if you know people home longer and and it's like hey time to make make some orders for maybe toys and Mm -hmm. they the accessories we need with toys, which is, you know, really good lube. Mm-hmm. And why not try a bunch of different lubes? We have time to experiment. Like, what else are we going to do but put things inside of each other? I mean, we're locked in the house. And also, you also have many products that are just, you know, very, very nice products, the bath bombs and that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's one thing that I think people have kind of come to this last year is like self-care. You yes. need to take care of yourself and you sometimes you just need to disconnect and when there is a bunch of craziness going on you just want some your own time and you when you have things to make it more special it's like yeah i'm going to treat myself with this nice little thing that didn't cost an arm and a leg but still is going to make the next couple hours nice yeah a lot of people don't really think about um the the thing of enrichment um it's mm-hmm. something that people like zookeepers talk about a lot when they're like dealing with their animals but as humans we kind of need to take care of ourselves in lots of different ways so it's not just um taking care of yourself making sure you're calm making sure you're, um you're, you're taking care of your basic needs but you also need to try different things that's part of why we offer so many different we offer like something like 80 different products we like some varieties of things we offer 10 different versions of them it's not just because we're trying to cater to everybody but it's because we're like offering excitement experience novelty to people um it, it's sort of like a bit of thoughtfulness that we put behind the butters because i have adhd and cannot handle sameness <laughs> all the time but i know that a lot of people also you know we just need like differentness <laughs> i guess one uh like in the future where 
where would you like to see this business go? I mean, some people are like, yes, it needs to be in every store and, you know, make a huge, you know, you want to become the, 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 the Bezos of self-care and lube products. Or is it, are you just want to make something that's nice and a nice, you know, stays at a certain level, um, kind of focus on that and keep involved? Do you have a, a future plan you'd like to follow if it, if, if the universe allows? The thing that I'm building is going to be essentially like the Jiffy Mix of hygienics. Okay. Um, the CEO of Jiffy Mix actually did the commencement at my graduation, my college graduation at Eastern Michigan University. Mm -hmm. And I was very impressed by his business ethics and the way that he talks about his employees and uh, his vision for his company. And I recognize that a lot of the things that he gives away, quote unquote, are things that have limited, quote, the growth of his business. But uh, I don't know about you, but that company is fucking huge. It's well respected. Everybody knows it and everybody trusts it. And putting the butters at that level of community involvement, that, that level of uh, growth and comfort within the community is mm -hmm. something that I really want to see for the butters in the long term. It's not necessarily just a company. Like I, I, I use the wealth and the power that comes from it for very specific social purposes. Mm -hmm. um, we do a lot of donating to uh, like one thing we do is give a lot of way, give away a lot of products to the free take table that we have here at Epsi. Um, we give away like thousands of dollars of products a year. Um, we also do monetary donations to um, Ozone House, which is this queer youth organization out here in Ypsilanti. Mm -hmm. um, and um, SOS, which is another one that helps with uh, uh, domestic abuse and stuff. So we are making sure that like, even, even though we're not like millionaires or anything like that, we are absolutely pushing to get to that community um, uh, pillar status. Yeah, because it's for you, it's not just, you know, the money is nice. We all are living in capitalism and need to feed ourselves. But, mm -hmm. then, you know, it sounds like you also realize there needs to be something more. It's more than just making as much money as quickly as possible. It's it's other things. There's a community involved and and it's it's being... I guess, you know, that, that pillar of community that's involved in so many things and so many ways and helps so many people. Yeah, and that that is really, really important to me. I I, I can be sort of like quiet, reserved, standoffish, um, but taking care of people around me is always something that matters to me. It's always something that's on my mind. Um, I, I'm a pleaser, but I'm also like a giver and a community servicer. Mm -hmm. um, that's just how my brain works. <laughs> I, I can understand that myself. I got, I mean, this last, when I was just at the bar this week, I, people left leaving stuff on the table and I'm like picking up stuff to take it to the bar. And they're like, you don't work here. And I'm like, I'm a service stop. <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> my, my mother doesn't work here. I, someone needs to pick it up. I'm oh. tapped out. I had a list of questions and they've all been yep. scratched out as I've been going. So <laughs> yeah, no, that, um, yeah, that about um, covers it for the, the actual interview uh, portion. Drona, if you want to stick around for um, a bit of gossip, a bit of crafting, uh, you're welcome to. I love gossip and crafting. All <laughs> right. 
gossip wise, gee, what have I been doing? Um, oh, there's been a lot of gossip. <laughs> I'm on to Suits in the City, first Wednesday of the month. It's a queer mixer we've been having, and then took a break from COVID. Um, that's when I it was a lovely event, saw people I hadn't seen for over a year, but realized I'm not up for crowded, loud bars yet. You know, even being vaccinated, I'm still, you know, I, I'm just not ready. I'm not there there yet. That makes sense. I, I personally spend a lot of time at the Hayloft in Detroit. Which oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Typically less, less crowded, although it has been a lot more crowded, which has made me a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that worked up to uh, because a couple of days later, we had our first Friday because at uh, Esquire Bar here in Lansing, we always do first Friday. And we, um, trouble is, it coincided with the uh, Jazz Festival, which always means a lot of straight people just coming in out of the heat to get booze. Yeah. So it was very crowded, very loud. Um, you know, people were nice. We're in our table with, you know, there's pup hoods. Someone had a tail on. And, you know, I think uh, some people leaving were like, oh, I like your, I like your tail. <laughs> and it's like, and I think they're sincere. But it's like, okay, it still felt like we were kind of on display. It's like, oh, look at Look at the homosexuals with their stuff. <laughs> the only sad thing, I mean, it was a good crowd. We had quite a few people show up, uh, a lot of uh, people who didn't know it. You know, I, I think the word get out, we're starting up again. So we had uh, some a pup. We had a latex guy. Uh, it was a nice collection. The, uh, the sad part of the evening for me is as I was leaving, um, I saw two pups show up, and they were at the front door, and then they're gone. And I'm like, oh. And as I'm leaving, I asked the bar guy, uh, the, the, the doorman, it's like, uh, what was up with that? And he's like, oh, they, one was underage. And after nine o'clock, we're only 21 and over. And so uh-huh. I felt bad. And I left to see if I could catch them. And they were gone. So I felt bad because obviously they'd come out for the first Friday event. And we couldn't be there for them, which has made me think that maybe as we got to start thinking maybe to have a non bar, non-alcohol uh, event that might be a regular, kind of like how the straights have their um, mushes, not mushes. Munch. Munches, thank munches. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, have theirs. Like, do something like that maybe for the kink community, the pups, you know, just, you know, Lansing. So there is an avenue to, you know, kind of a non-scene way to meet up. So that just occurred to me from Friday, first Friday. Yeah. After, yeah, as I was heading out, the, the doorman did specifically pull me aside and say, hey, you need to announce that First Friday is 21 and up only. Um, yeah, which was unfortunate. Which my response is, you, hey, don't tell us what to do. <laughs> I, I, I mean, no, it, yeah, it's un- unfortunate that those two uh, got turned away at the door, especially because I didn't recognize either of them. So I'm trying to think where they would have heard about first Friday. Mm-hmm. So, well, and I'm thinking of the Michigan uh, pups and handlers, Facebook group. Uh, I was going to make an announcement on there, just calling out to whoever they were and saying, Hey, you know, sorry about that. But you know, we we're going to try and have other events where you'd be more than welcome. So I have a question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You asked, where would they find out about it? Where would they find out about it? Cause as an outsider, I do want a more like central uh, uh, directory of like events and things to do, and it just kind of doesn't exist. Hmm. Not, not really. At least on the gay side, I mean, there is the Michigan Pups and Handlers group, which is you know Michigan wide for all of the puppies, um, and then a lot of the 
uh, straight and pan events, those announce on FetLife. Um, and that's the primary place to find munches these days is through FetLife. Mm -hmm. um, but pan and straight kink and gay leather are very different communities um, with very different understanding of what constitutes appropriate behavior um, mm -hmm. at a gathering and even what constitutes appropriate behavior at a dungeon night. There, there's not a kink clearinghouse right now. I've had to pull back from Facebook for my own uh, sanity. Uh, but we all have. Yeah, and I mean, I had been announcing, you know, first Fridays, each one there, but yeah, really, it's just a lot of word of mouth. And yeah, I, I should post the next one on Pup Space. Um, but yeah, say, hey, this is a 21 and up venue. But yeah, through, it's just been, yeah, I've just been connecting to people through word of mouth, through going to um, Creek Ridge. I've been doing a lot of networking that way. And yeah, through Pump Pig, Ass Pig, and PupSpace.net. And yeah, having to cobble it all together myself. Yeah, I think what we're noticing is that some industrious listeners should make a directory of this for us, a <laughs> Facebook group or something. I, I think I think that's what we're coming across here. Because honestly, okay, I would love to travel all across the state, visiting gay bars, hanging out with uh, new people, meeting you know meeting my fellow queers all over the all over the state. But that's just not possible. But I feel like many people would actually enjoy that level of like freedom, that level of awareness, hell, just knowing that shit's happening or going around probably feels really nice yeah i think in pre-internet days the, it was those uh those little bar like metro and the little bar magazines bar yeah. yeah that would have they still, they like still have them. oh they do but um it seemed to me that was kind of the clearinghouse for everything were those like find out where events were what events were going on in that night i'm wondering with the internet we've kind of gotten lazier and like not said oh it's online but it's like yeah but where online you have to kind of dig for it. Yeah, maybe I should. Uh, maybe I should take out some ad space in between the lines in City Pulse um, to advertise First Friday. That. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was gonna say yeah. I I think those are very expensive though. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I mean that. Yeah. Well, let's let's say it. marketing is not our forte, but <laughs> there there has to be some lower <laughs> lower priced versions that we can actually pursue first, and then. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm sure you could reach out to one of the writers or editors in between the line and pitch them a story on, mm -hmm. you know, small queer groups gathering around the state. I'm sure that they would write that in a minute. Mm -hmm. From, As or, a former writer for Between the Lines, I'm sure that they would write that. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Or maybe I'll buy some ad space in, uh, in the program for Lansing Out. Uh, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> um, the uh well that is another uh, it does um uh I, I guess this is a back to a business question um what events or uh things do uh do you represent at, at uh forget the butters are there marches or any events that you tend to go to or set up a table at none currently we started at farmers markets but then we kind of like took a hiatus on that because we just make a lot more money online okay but going back out i want to go to iml and Folsom and all Ooh. those sorts of things mm -hmm. um because that's just sort of where i want to be <laughs> i feel like i would have fun there which means that i'd probably sell a lot of stuff 
Yeah. Or um, Claw in in or Cleveland. Claw. Yeah, coming mm-hmm. up April of 22. Um, oh, yeah, I still have wonderful memories of IML. Um, I don't know if the product still exists, but Boy Butter? Yeah. Yep, um, I remember the table for that and just a very, a very um, well-put-together uh, man basically walking around in a towel uh, at, at, you know, giving, giving samples and talking. I was like, oh, yeah, this is selling. Yeah, I need to buy a tub of that. <laughs> See? And we need to be there. We need to be do- doing that. We should have a fisting demo right next to the booth. Look at how well this works. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not at the booth. At the... But, yeah, no. At... But, no, I mean, Claw has, uh, uh, you know, they rent out a dungeon space in Cleveland. And they've got slings there and, you know, put, put up a sign, lube provided by the Butters Hygienics Company. And well, oh, yeah. oh, that's my elbow. I, I was thinking it's like, especially if you're folk, if you're very fond of the fisting, um, wasn't there a Dunes event that was specifically, uh, uh, specifically about fisting? There was, um, but they did, it was too much to transport all of the slings to oh. the dunes um so yeah it's um oh I, yeah it, it's uh yeah fist fest um nah. they've got two one in somewhere in georgia and another in palm springs oh. um but yeah they they that's couldn't, in distance yeah they couldn't do the third at the dunes again because they didn't get enough support out of chicago mafia um, because the thought was that they would come into Chicago and have help from that group to get everything to Douglas, which, you know, Douglas is just a couple hours from Chicago. Um, and yeah, get more help to have it set up. But yeah, the, the organizer ended up having to, to do it all himself. And he's like, nope. I, <laughs> yeah. It, too, too much effort. Like, Yeah. I, I live in Georgia and I get a lot of help and assistance in Palm Springs. Um, and so I can do it there, but yeah, I can't, can't do Douglas. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, Well, and I'm thinking the other event would be that I go to is Mr. International rubber, but I don't know how well the butters would work at a latex convention. (laughs) that, that would be a problem. That yeah, that 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 could be a a, a bit of an issue. But um, although it would be a good place to be the water based and fisting loops, I yes. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, my activities, um, lots of stuff with uh, Bravo and um, George. We both went back out to um, Creek Ridge. We didn't let George get um, sunburnt to. Uh, a medium rare this time we didn't let him pass out but or fall asleep on the chaise lounge um but we did get into the uh, slip pit again and um yeah george really liked that he did not want to get out and i'm like no bravo's out i'm out we've cleaned off we are overheating in this greenhouse you need to get out now because it, it's not safe to to be in there alone um because it, it's almost impossible to get out of the pit by yourself. <laughs> you need another pair of hands. Um, but yeah, he he wants to do do that one again and again. And cool. 
Um, some some point this summer, I will I will make it out there. I know it yeah. will happen. It yeah, um, coming up soon, and it looks like they are um, working on getting a hand pump out by the pit so that there's a constant water flow um, hmm. there. So that'll help a lot with the cleanup. Um, yeah, and then yeah, just yesterday. Um, I got uh, a 36 inch long toy um, into Bravo, um, which uh, check out the uh, the Harry prone Twitter uh, if you want to see uh, the aftermath of that. And yeah, he brought over a, a guest and you know, as I have often said, fisting is best with three people. Um, you've got the top, the bottom and the assistant. Like, okay, can I, can I get some paper towel? Can you get some poppers? Can you work the nipples? But yeah, the uh, yeah the other bottom showed up high, and oh. yeah, when he told me that, I was like, I real really wish, just out of politeness, that you would have told me that you were high before I looped up. Um, yeah, so please be honest with your tops. Let them know how inebriated and impaired you are when somebody's high on gummies or on other chemicals i make a make a point to go extra slow and be extra careful or even just say no i mean he when we started the gummies hadn't kicked in yet so i i had no way of telling other than a little bloodshot eye but i was like oh he just has allergies like we all do i would have done it very differently i would not have been as gung-ho and um fast and rough with the toys mm -hmm. um, yeah Fortunately, he, he texted me and said, uh, you know, I asked, hey, how are you doing today? And he's like, oh, I'm fine. I'm like, well, good. <laughs> no damage done, but yeah. Um. And I will say, this is a bit back topic, but the evidence on Twitter is great, and you guys should go check it out. Oh, you, you, you've seen the... Uh, yes. <laughs> the the one-minute video. Yes. Yes, that... <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I made Bravo a very happy puppy. Um, <laughs> seemed happy. Yeah, yeah with he, that he, joy. And he is, he is, like I said, from, you know, he's quite come out of his, he is coming out of his shell, you know, as we speak, as he's figuring out what he likes to do, because I ran into him, uh, this week at the bar and chatted and he was, he was out at the bar on his own, you know, socializing and everything. So it's like, Hey, Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it, it took him, you know, Neptune walked right up to him and was like, hi, how are you? And and all the time, Bravo was like, I know you. I know I know you from somewhere. <laughs> Who are you again? <laughs> You've heard about him on the podcast. Well, that and they had met previously. Oh, okay. So, yeah, no, he, he actually did know Neptune, um, cool. both online. Uh, it in person and by his epic reputation uh, but yeah when when he went on thursday yeah he didn't know it was bingo night apparently um mm -hmm. that, uh so yeah so he'll probably go back yep. bingo. so that's more gossip uh, bingo night has started up again at esquire it's on thursdays at seven o'clock um it's what it was before um again not as crowded so that's decent I went there, saw people I hadn't seen in a while, including some new boy that someone had uh, dragged in, and he sounds like he's a, 
Um, I think I told him about the podcast. He might be a new listener because he's definitely is into fun. He was about to wander off uh, from uh, the bar and uh, explore someone's glory hole that was set up in Old Town. I guess someone has a, a personal glory hole set up probably at their place. And I was like, oh, okay. Sounds oh. like fun. Mm-hmm. We should let Fargo know about that. <laughs> Maybe Fargo um, even helped build it. Uh. The only other thing, uh, gossip-wise, was uh, I think the night after First Friday, uh, my friend, my fuck friend, um, he was like, hey, want to get together? And I was, my place was just too messy. I was not good. And he's like, well, come over to my place. Because he had his place to himself. And he invited a third over that we've played before. So it's was like, oh, orgies again. Yay, I miss this. <laughs> uh, not really an orgy. I mean, he can't call three people an orgy per se, but it was it was pleasant and I was like, oh, that's right. It's just it's just fun having multiple holes and multiple dicks available. <laughs> I love having a third way described as pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, with these people, it was because I'm very comfortable with them. I've done stuff with them in the past, and it's more than just a hookup. It's, it's, it's hanging out. It's actual like you know, hanging, spending quality time with friends. And you know, okay, we're naked, and there's erections involved, but there was a lot of cuddling and just a lot of you know, chatting while we're all like kind of puppy piled on the uh, the couch. And it was like, oh yeah, this was this this was nice. <laughs> Male bonding at its best. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> had similar experience after um, all the fishing. Yeah, we were just hanging out on the couch watching um, Cutthroat Kitchen uh, on Hulu and observing just how kinky Alton Brown must be. Because, um, yeah, yeah, there. One of the challenges was the chefs had to have their arms ha- had to have their hands. I think it was three feet, four feet apart. And I'm mm-hmm. like, wait a minute. I recognize that spreader bar. <laughs> Mr. S sells that spread. That's kink gear. That's not something that was mocked up for the production. That was something that you bought and you thought about buying. And yeah, that was all right. That's <laughs> a thing. <laughs> oh, God. So now we've come to the point where we always talk about pervertibles, where you take something from the hardware store and that makes something kinky out of it. Oh, now we're seeing the other end where you take actual kink gear that you bought at Mr. S and are using it for other purposes. Well, you're using it for television production, which is not the, the first time that's happened. Um, yeah, the proprietor of Square Peg a while back posted that, um, yeah, that was my fist, the, mis- the Mythbusters used in their shark punching robot. Uh, and they got it at Mr. S <laughs> because that was the only because he was like, I know I didn't sell them d- directly to them. And that was the only place that was selling at retail at the time. So, <laughs> yeah, either Jamie or Adam walked into Mr. S and bought bought two two uh, silicone fists. And <laughs> I mean, where else are you going to get them? Really? Uh, well, yes. <laughs> Uh, crafting, I am uh, still working on the hat um, for Sling Bear. Um, I will have a a sample for him um, when the uh, potluck rolls around next next week. Yeah, next week. Hmm. Um, and we'll see if that fits. And I may end up having to rip out these few lines and start over again if, if it's way too loose or way too tight. But... Um, 
yeah, it's nice to be getting back into knitting and mm -hmm. having the time and the mental space to be able to do that. Um, yeah, Mike, how, how's your crafting journey? Oh, well, this had to be posted, uh, uh, po postponed. Um, this morning I did a class on printmaking. Oh, okay. it was, uh, they called it guerrilla printmaking, and it was simply uh, being in downtown Lansing and doing uh, prints off of uh, manhole covers and any interesting things that had an interesting pattern on them in the just in downtown. And uh, so I thought I was signing up for the Saturday class, but I got confused and I took the Sunday class. So that's why I was like, <laughs> God damn it. But you made art. Yes, art was made and is presently drying on my kitchen table right now. All right. Beautiful. Yes. How about you, uh, Jerome? Uh, any gossip or crafting? I mean, you're, you're making some intriguing <laughs> products. That's crafted of itself. But I, For me, what I'm currently working on right now is um, some more tattooed designs. Mm -hmm. I've been currently trying to figure out what I want my face and back to look like. Um, mm -hmm. it, it'll be my second face tattoo, my first back tattoo, but they are both going to be freaking huge. <laughs> um, so it's going to take me quite a while. I'm draft number three. I'm thinking something like uh, Venom inspired for the back and something uh, insect inspired for the face, but we shall see. <laughs> All right. Look forward to, uh, to, to seeing that art when it is... Uh... Full, fully installed and and healed up. Would like to see, uh, yeah, get see some pictures of that. Uh, yeah, uh, upcoming events. Um, more Creek Ridge coming up uh, these following weekends. I will actually be camping at Creek Ridge for the upcoming Bear Weekend uh, in September. Mm -hmm. um, along with Motor City Bears, will be there. And one of the nice things about being there for a Bear Weekend is they feed you. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the bears will not let you go hungry. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, Sling Bear is having a naked potluck where shenanigans will likely occur. And, yeah, First Friday is coming up once again, uh, this time uh, on the 3rd, which will probably end up being lightly attended um, mm. because that is Labor Day weekend. Uh, and that might also be Blues Fest. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, let me, yeah, just, just a quick no. Okay. No, Blues Fest is third. Uh, the, the, no, different weekend. Cool. D Which yeah, works weekend. for me because, you know, honestly, I, I can stand a nice, quiet night at the bar. I won't mind if we are the majority uh, in our at our kink table. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, it yeah it, yeah it would be nice if there were fewer yeah fewer drunken straight people in the gay bar is always a, a good thing. <laughs> um, well, it, at least from my point of view, I'm sure that the the owners were quite happy to have a bunch of people spending money in the bar, but yeah, it it's our space. <laughs> And you're kind of invading it. And, you know, you were reasonably nice and respectful, but yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, as long as they don't mind getting hit on, there we go. Yeah. Um, I, that, that's I, I don't mind straight people as long as they act gay in public. 
<laughs> and on that note, we've run out of time again. Please send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to sir.arcane at harryprone.com or tweet at us. We are at harryprone.com. Our theme music is Hotspot by Aux, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Be sure to listen to our friends on the internet, The Sewers of Paris, Gayish, Linoleum Knife, and Off the Cuffs. And of course, go to getthebutters.com for all of your lubrication needs. Thank you so much for listening. We are your hosts, Sir Arcane. Lansing Mike. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Bye. Bye.